Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nikolai Stoikov, and welcome to the Trading Patterns podcast. With me is uh, Mr. Dimitar Kitchev. Hello, Mr. Kitchev. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Stoikov. That's a nice change of format. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, we're doing other pattern episodes, and other pattern episodes are episodes that uh, going to be talking about something not quite related to trading. And today's episode is the story behind trading patterns, and. Uh, I'm going to be uh, in the chair asking questions and Mr. Kirchhoff will be in the chair answering them. That is pretty out of pattern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so one of the questions I got from my friends in New York was, uh, who's this guy, Demeter? So, Mr. Kirchhoff, who are you? In a professional plan or in a personal plan? Uh, I don't know. How do you define <laughs> yourself? Okay. I would define myself as... Uh, very curious person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How yeah. old are you? I'm 26 years old. Okay. Born and raised in Bulgaria. All right. Lived All right. abroad for a couple of years. Okay. Where? Yeah. Uh, the Netherlands. Okay. Or is it Holland right now? Yeah. Uh, there, there well, was either a, way. Yeah. Okay. Either yeah. Way. So I lived for one and a half years in Holland and nearly two years in Denmark. All right. Did you like it living abroad? Yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. And what do you do for a living? I sell. Oh, you sell? Yeah. Well, who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> I work for Alaric Securities. Uh, you got it, all, uh, folks. Uh, that's a conflict of interest. Uh, I'm uh, potential. 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 Yeah. Conflict <laughs> of interest. I'm Mr. Kirchhoff, uh, direct supervisor. So uh, let's put that potential conflict of interest <laughs> right there so people to decide yeah i uh, it, it actually it was uh it started as an internship all right i was going to ask you how did you end up at a lot yeah well um interesting story i i signed up for the cfa program okay i i cleared the first level above okay. 90th percentile bit of a show off here all right yeah you're smart <laughs> what do you think you're smart i think i'm smart yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> nice to be humble <laughs> you know i actually a couple of days ago, I heard something. Uh, being humble, some people consider it a quality as long as you don't have other qualities. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything has its place. So being humble is not in itself uh, good or bad. So it, it depends what you're humble about. Right, so, right, right. So I cleared the first level of the CFA program and I started looking out for internships because I have no, work exp no working experience, mm -hmm. at least not in the financial industry. And were you a student at that time? Yeah, still am actually. Okay. Last year. All right. Yeah, so I, uh, my best friend mm -hmm. actually used to be a trader in Alaric Securities, day trader. Okay. He was under your supervision yes. as well. So I asked him if he can arrange me an interview with you. Uh huh. Yeah, for an internship that would last w one or two months. I don't remember exactly. Uh huh. And after that, my plan was to have another internship in another company. Okay. Rival. All right. So. Yeah, I, I came with no expectations at all. I was like, okay, let's just give it a go, see how it goes. And yeah, I actually ended up liking it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I had really high expectations about my next internship and Alaric Securities ended up being much, much better. So yeah, as soon as my other internship ended in that other rival company, I remember asking you whether a position could be open for I me. I think that the right word here is begging me. 
<laughs> right point, was, uh, was, point taken. Uh, <laughs> some version of begging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I really wanted to. I really wanted to work here. So a couple of months later, uh-huh. he offered me a position, and I started to f- started working here. Right, and uh, what? When did like the idea of uh, the podcast came in? Right after the right after my internship here ended. I see. And yeah. when did you when did you internship end here? February twenty twenty two. Okay. After my internship in that other company, I decided to go to my parents. They back then they were in London. Mm-hmm. So th- they had they they have they still have a construction company. So I went there to help them with the administrative work to negotiate with clients and all that. And I remember keeping touch with you. Uh-huh. So I was like, hey, why don't you write a book? Because <laughs> <laughs> you clearly you have the experience, you know how to advise uh, traders, young professionals in the financial industry. So it's like, just write a book, talk about discipline, talk about habits, uh-huh. something that we actually did not talk about yet. Yes. It should be an episode. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. I I remember asking you to write a book and I remember you telling me that you would feel more comfortable having a podcast. Right. And what made you want to participate? Because, like, you know, this is another pattern for you. You've never really done some sort of like a broadcasting. You've never been interested in, um, I don't know, like uh, some sort of like a, a webcasting or podcasting kind of career. Why did you agree? What what, what made you kind of... I yeah. mean, I asked, you, I asked you if you wanted to do it, but what made you say yes? Well... <clears throat> Yeah, now it's 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 gonna it's gonna sound like I'm trying to save the world, and the aren't world, you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm not trying to save the world. No such world exists. Okay. So, um, yeah, you're right. I never had any experience with podcasting or being live on TV or mm-hmm. public speaking publicly. Even though it's just you and I here, but yeah, a certain amount of people are gonna hear this. I remember being worried about it especially in the first few episodes, Uh but I was kind of determined to pass your knowledge to others. Uh I just, I, I I was very confident that your advices need to be heard from others too, because your advices helped me in particular ways. I benefited from your mentorship Uh and I, I was really sure that others can benefit as well. That was the main reason, not trying to save, like, like I said, not trying to save the world here, not trying to, you know, and in what shape, uh, like, uh, how do you think I influenced you? Like, how, how, like, if if somebody's listening to our podcast, how do you would advise them to listen to them, or like, what advice would you give them if they were to have, like, have use of the podcast? How should people listen to it? Well, uh, be open-minded. I would say, mm-hmm. be really open-minded. Like, a lot of people just pretend to listen. <laughs> yeah and they think that what you're about to tell them is just the same generic things that they can hear anywhere else but if you really open up your mind and you let the other person's thoughts enter you you start to realize what they actually mean so when you talk about discipline when you talk about healthy habits mm-hmm. you know ev- ev- everybody thinks yeah waking up early is important uh, going to bed especially early is also important. Eat, having a healthy diet is important. That's common knowledge, right? Yes. Uh, but, but people who don't does know. that? <laughs> right. 
right. if you tell that to others, they're going to agree with you that it's important, but who is actually going to push through that? Right. And if you open up your mind and you actually understand the benefits and you put the efforts in, you start to see results. Um, yeah, the important thing, like I, I have like, you know, a little bit more kind of more specifics instructions. <laughs> uh, let me give you like a little bit of the story that... Uh, Mr. Kirchhoff was here at the company and I would write him every morning. So every morning he would receive like a Viber message from me. And uh, how easy were those to read, Mr. Kirchhoff? Damn, I remember those were really hard to digest. <laughs> I would, during the day, I would like uh, go back to these messages and reread them couple of times and the important thing for our readers is just to give you an indication so mr kirchhoff has been uh, at the internet a lot of securities uh, maybe for like several weeks and i go on tv and post like the uh, interview on uh, uh, on facebook and go to mr kirchhoff and say mr kirchhoff like did you see the interview and he's like yeah i liked it i said oh if you like this interview you would like an interview that's like you know several years back and i scroll back on my facebook profile and he's known me for two weeks maybe three and he's like i have maybe like 10 to 15 interviews mr kirchhoff says i've watched them all and it's it's sometimes you make an impact on people but i've never made like that quick of an impact with that little time with anybody so i knew that mr kirchhoff would be a special case i i, th I think uh at the core, a person needs to be curious. I mean, when I when I first came here for the internship, I was blown away. I mean, you had a career on Wall Street. As our listeners probably know from previous episodes already, you had a pretty interesting, colorful life yeah. <laughs> in, in the States. The CEO of the company also had a pretty interesting yeah. life in New York City. So I... I grew up watching movies. Okay, not The Wolf of Wall Street, because The Wolf of Wall Street was pretty recent. But uh, what was that other movie uh, about Gecko? uh wall street itself just wall street just yeah wall street. just wall street so those types of movies were pretty impactful for me and suddenly i'm in a surrounding where such people actually are your bosses so yeah i was curious and i wanted to learn i see i see why do you think i want to do a training podcast i mean training patterns why did you want yeah why did i want and why do i want what do i get out of it you want to impact others too I want to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I think you're a bit more of a lost cause there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that, that could be a mistake. Um, yeah. The idea behind the podcast is um, it's, it's a very hidden pattern. But uh, the reality is uh, in order to see patterns, you need to teach people how to, to do it. And your willingness and kind of ability to transfer this knowledge about patterns about any patterns but in this particular case training patterns is what determines um, your ability to see further patterns so it's like uh, it's one of those things that you could delay and you can pick and choose when uh, and whom to teach but if uh, you begin to skip on those opportunities um, you're going to find insight also into the markets decreasing. So it's a, it's one of those things that they don't teach you or, and it takes quite a long time. But uh, it's virtually giving and receiving are interconnected. And at some point you need to transfer the knowledge to other people. 
And it, this is like a very difficult test because I was thinking about it. Okay, what if somebody listens to the podcast and is actually very, very smart and has good access to data? How quickly can he theoretically learn everything that I know that I've learned about 24 years? What do you think would be the answer? So if something is very smart, has good data and kind of like ability to collect it, how quickly, optimally, can somebody gain all my experience? It's impossible, but theoretically. Let's say theoretically, if somebody has good guidance and is pretty determined, sleeps and very kind of focused. My, my answer would be six months. Six months, six, months. Years, six months to a year. If you listen to the podcast and you get the ideas and you kind of like, you know, uh, get a lot of those kind of maybe incomplete directions right, uh, you could copy everything for a year. Virtually, that's what everybody is. So all the condensed knowledge that you have, experience, could be transferred optimally within a year to six months, something like that. But that, that would probably require a tremendous amount of effort. Yes, we're talking about like, you know, theoretically what's possible, like yeah. practically. Practically, yeah, practically yes, right. what prevents people from learning is not that the knowledge is very hard, is that they believe the opposite. So uh, in that particular sense, if somebody is really open-minded and uh, if somebody is like dedicated and is said like, you know, relatively smart, um, he could uh, get a lot. But uh, odds are, uh, most people believe something that's contradictory to what they say. and But do they actually, or they're just fascinated by the idea of being on the contrary side? My experience, my humble experience with people so far, is that people just love to argue. So is it that they actually know better, or they think they know better? They think they know better. One of the... Uh, one of the patterns or one of the models I say uh, to people that it seems like uh, young people are exceptionally difficult to accept that this is true is uh, the motto goes something like this. Miracles are habits and as such should be involuntary. Miracles under conscious control tend to be misguided and never happen. And what that means is you have a dream and you have an idea how your life will be. It's not going to happen like that. And it's very hard for the young people to say that, like, what do you mean it's not going to happen? First of all, it's not going to happen what you think is going to happen. And even if something like that happens, uh, you're better off not thinking about this. So you concentrate on your habits that is going to get you there. And you don't dream about the results. And that's particularly very hard for young people to accept that it's true, even though they, uh, there's some evidence. For example, um, very early on, like, you know, as a man, and most of our audience are men, you learn that it pays not to uh, fantasize about the woman. So to be less invested in a relationship than the woman. If you're more invested into the relationship with the woman, bad things happen. Isn't that true, Mr. Kirchhoff? Experience tells me, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know that pretty early, pretty early. Maybe like in your teen, late teen years, yeah. like, you know, that, that becomes apparent. Like you need to be invested less in a woman than she's invested in you. It, it, it's a known pattern. It's like, you know, uh, if a woman um, kind of sees you as a weak, she's really not attracted. 
if a woman is acting weak and she's really invested in you, that's unattractive, but not as unattractive. Yeah. To as her being the alpha. Yes. Uh, exactly like this is in the um, financial markets. People are too invested into their positions and they can't think rationally and they get angry. And uh, But once people, everybody around them talks about fulfilling the dreams and uh, people don't realize the essence of miracles of habits and we're looking for mir miraculous habits. When that looking, praying for miracles to happen, we're looking for ways to pick up miraculous habits and that's that could take a lifetime. I mean, people love to daydream about the things and yeah, that's, uh, daydreaming is uh, to be refused in the financial markets and uh, if you daydream you're going to stop and you're going to pick a pattern or two but you're going to stop and it's going to be a dead end actually when it when you said that traders are too invested in their positions that's why it doesn't go well for them i have a question so basically a trader doesn't earn a salary right yeah they get a percentage of what they earn here at the lark yes, yes. Yeah. yeah okay so would you say that a young trader is predisposed to more success if he is financially stable. By financially stable, I mean to cover his expenses rather than being stressed about, oh, let me see what trade I can make, how much money I can earn so I can you know, pay my bills. It's is there the a correlation? Yeah, it's the happy medium. If a financial trader is well provided for, odds are he actually never put effort he has never put in serious effort in his life just because he's always had some sort of a, a safety, a comfort zone. Um, if he's too close to the edge, um, it's very difficult for him to kind of uh, segregate himself or separate himself from the financial success that's uh, immediate. So in that particular sense, like uh, some sort of financial security is probably necessary too much financial security could act as some sort of a, uh, a um, it, it could be it could be it could be actually something that the trader uh, never feels like putting an extra effort what we call on the previous episode how did we call it blowjob effort all oh, right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right as uh, some blowjob effort is necessary and uh, yeah and if uh, people that are well provided for come from wealthy families usually uh, take a cavalier approach to life and um, that results in not so successful career so the the perfect situation is to be hungry but not starving that's right that's right I see. The, the most important thing is is actually the mindset that you described just being curious so like you know some sort of uh, hungry um, could be described uh, but the proper the ideal mindset is just curious and open-mindedness. And that's that's very, very rare. And people are curious but not open-minded. And they <laughs> that's <laughs> that's usually that's usually kinda like, you know, the stumbling block. And it requires you to correct errors uh, that are you've accepted as true very early on in your life and uh, most people don't do that. What do you think is the most important episode. I mean, I know all of them are important, but what do you think? Which one do you like listening to the most? So far? Yes. I would say the one uh, about investment returns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you dethroned uh, 
who was it uh of the renaissance capital uh, renaissance uh, technologies jim simons Sim- yeah jim simons and mark minervini right. that's my personal favorite right. a lot of traders both experienced and not so experienced are fascinated by mark minervini and jim simons simply because they can't invest their money there right yeah. right right my personal favorite as importance i would say deep knowledge okay yeah i think everybody needs to take notes from deep knowledge right what about party like a rock star <laughs> party like a rock star is actually one of the out of pattern episodes that we did we plan on doing out of pattern episodes every once in a while right. so yeah what do you think um most people um if if, if you had never listened to the podcast before what would be your advice and, and kind of the people that which way they should listen to it they should go from the first episode they should go from like you know the episodes they like i think we're pretty ridiculous in uh picking up the episodes order i think they should just start from episode one and just move forward got it yeah um do you think it's realistic that will actually save a lot of people pointing in the right direction <laughs> is well, that possible I would like to believe it is, yeah. I mean, that's why we're here. Okay. It's important for something to for something to be successful, it should stand the test of time. And I think what we do is timeless. The advices that you give are going to be valid years from now. So, yeah, I do have confidence that now or a year from now, five years, 10 years from now, somebody's going to listen and somebody's going to take notes. Hopefully, it's going to make healthy changes in his or her life we do have actually people that listen actively and are taking notes females too <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah. uh, do you think a training pattern would be successful one day in terms of recognition like you know be one of the top 10 or top 20 financial podcasts yeah i i, I believe so all yeah. right do you want to buy some lambo <laughs> <laughs> from the podcast from the podcast of <laughs> no. course No. Oh, you were Porsche. A Porsche, yeah. Yeah. Like we established in That's previous right. episodes. That's <laughs> It right. It makes more economical sense. And the ladies are going to be just as fascinated. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to have too many uh, five-year-olds taking pictures in front of it. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's actually a real concern. Well, um, I don't know. Do you want to add anything else, Mr. Kirchhoff? Well, I would like to sincerely thank our audience. We really enjoy that you enjoy listening to us and uh yeah fingers crossed for deflation <laughs> <laughs> for a normal yeah for a normal for yeah. a healthy deflation yeah, yeah. yes um i would like to add that uh the best way to listen to those podcasts from my opinion is like you know everybody there's no right way to do it i think you should listen to them pretty often not every day but like you should listen and listen There is a lot of wisdom in those podcasts that's virtually of not on my making. So I even though like you know I know what I said, I listening to it, I discover things that are actually deeper than it seems. So even though like you know um the concept seems clear, I assure you there is actually quite a bit of subtleties and uh 
listening to them over and over, I discover things that are like, wow, that was really well said. I, I don't know if I could have said it any better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, I used to reread those Viber messages yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, and just to give an idea, like with Mr. Kirchhoff, is like I would send him like a message or two every day. And uh, this is a common pattern. Like sometimes I work with different people that people tell me that my messages take an hour to decipher. <laughs> <laughs> I would call them and uh, during the whole deciphering process, I would call the key parts gold, golden nuggets, gold nuggets, gold nuggets, yeah, gold gold nuggets. nuggets. yes, yes. So yeah, we uh, definitely discovered a few gold nuggets. So yeah, uh, there's gold nuggets in probably every episode. And uh, if you find them, you're listening to them right. Um, if you don't find golden nuggets, um, this podcast probably is not going to change you. But if you continuously find golden nuggets in the podcast, um, this is going to have an impact. Maybe not immediate, but down the road for sure. And you could always go back and listen after taking a break. So yeah, no hurry. <laughs> yeah, what I would suggest, uh, if you don't want to go through the whole listening of the podcast if you do find gold nuggets you can just write them down that's what i would personally do just write down whatever impacted you so right, right. okay well thank you mr kirchhoff it was a pleasure to have you as usual <laughs> thank you mr stoikov <laughs>